All right, welcome back everybody to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. It is Wednesday at 12:30, October 7th, and I am here today to talk about Jersey Jack Pinball and Guns and Roses, of course. What else would I be talking about right now? Anyhow, specifically, we're going to talk about gameplay. Now, the Buffalo as of this podcast, the uh Buffalo gameplay reveal has not happened yet. However, a lot of other people have started to show this game either on Facebook or uh, YouTube as well. I think Buffalo Pinball actually released an unboxing and they had gameplay at the tail end of that. And I've seen now, I believe, two or three Facebook videos. I know two for sure. I saw one last night briefly from Helicon Brewery up in, uh, I believe they're in Pittsburgh. And it was about 15 minutes long, but then the video disappeared. It was gone. I saw another one earlier today that was about a 35 minute video however the gameplay itself might have been maybe 10 minutes long or so somewhere right around there from the uh, pinball garage and i apologize guys i don't know where you guys are out of anyhow i've started to really formulate my opinion on how this gameplay is and i'm pretty sure tonight it's going to be finalized now i will preface this by saying i believe that jersey jack obviously i mean they have a hit on their hands. There's no doubt about it. It's a great looking pen. It's immersive. It, it ticks all those boxes off. Now, if I'm going to strip everything away and I'm just looking strictly at the gameplay itself, and I've talked to several people, including some high level players that have been able to flip this game already. And so, you know, in formulating my opinion on this, I had some gut reactions to what I saw dealing with the layout itself. And then those gut reactions were all but confirmed whenever I saw the actual gameplay happen. And I will also say that, you know, anything that I say here, it is not gospel by any means. It is not, it is simply, it's just my opinion. And opinions are so subjective that one thing that I might not like, somebody else is going to love. Now, I will say that... If you're a Guns N' Roses fan, you're probably going to absolutely love this game. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. If you're a casual pinball fan, you're probably going to love it also. If you're looking for something that is just a flow-based shooter, I don't think you're going to find it here. I don't think you are. And there's just certain things like I'm going to have a chance to actually flip this game because I know our local pinball arcade is supposed to get one from what I'm hearing. So maybe here in a few weeks, I hope. I'll be able to flip it, but you know, I was going back and forth on the maybe train of picking one up because my wife saw straight down the middle's video and she was like, you know, I really want this now. This looks, I, she felt, she felt the need, like the, the one to get it. However, I wanted to wait a little bit longer to see gameplay. And now that I've seen it, I can honestly say I, I'm on the, basically I'm on the train of just waiting to actually get to play it on location. And I know for a fact, I'm not gonna be buying it for my house. And there's reasons for that. And you know, one of the things that, that really caught my eye whenever watching the, the gameplay, you know, I knew going in that this was gonna be a very much stop and go pin, which means it's gonna be a long player. But the fact is this pin almost has to be stop and go. And there's reasons for that. When you have so many assets within this game, 
and you're going to have all those moments built in on the back box, light show, everything, you've got to give the player time to breathe and experience those things. And because of that, you're going to have some stops. Now, because you're going to have some stops, that means naturally you're going to interrupt flow. So one of the things that's happening that I'm noticing on the gameplay, there is a tremendous amount of multi-balls going on. I mean, guys, it is insane. This is, it's almost like this thing is a slot machine and it keeps throwing out balls just nonstop. I mean, there's, this thing gives away more pinballs to you to play than what Oprah gives away in cars. It is that crazy. And what's throwing me off on this guys. And I know maybe obviously you could probably tone down the multi-balls. I'm sure there's some default that you can change or whatever, but what is really throwing me off with all this is I'm seeing games where multi-balls are lasting minutes at a time. And this layout really doesn't seem like it's designed for multi-ball in mind. I mean, we have a spinner shot that leads directly into pops. We have a center scoop, which is gonna slow down the ball and stop it, obviously. And we have a disc that is gonna naturally deflect the ball that basically appears to stay in front of the right ramp at times as well, to where you won't be able to make a right ramp because the disc is in the way. And actually, I'm personally not a fan of that. I'm not against disc. I'm just not a fan of it potentially blocking shots that are important. If it goes through the pops, I don't mind that block. I don't mind that block. But when it starts blocking a ramp, that kind of bugs me. But it's going to be dependent according to who's playing. It's going to be totally dependent. And this isn't to say, oh, this whole, this whole design's crap. No, not saying that. What I am saying is, is that I know for a fact this type of layout isn't one that I would necessarily enjoy flipping for those reasons. And so whenever I see multi-ball being played on here, it's like the balls, they're going everywhere. I don't think, I'm, I don't know this for sure, so don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure the way that they have the coding in mind, you don't necessarily want to stay trapped up for too long. But I don't know if that's based on every song or that's just certain songs. That I don't know. I need to dig in more about that. And I'm sure we'll find more, you know, more out about that tonight. However, what's, what's throwing me off is, is this design isn't made for multi-ball for that many. Whenever we have four, five, six, however many was going out there. I mean, it's insane. There was add a ball, add a ball, add a ball. And then once we got the single ball, I was like, okay, I'm shocked that we're in single ball. Even the people playing were like, this is kind of weird that we're in single ball now. And it's just, it was funny too. There was a joke made in there and it was, it was hilarious because it was the same joke I just said to somebody earlier that I'm wondering if there's a just because multi-ball in the spin right now. But I understand though that people are going to enjoy that though. You give people an easy opportunity to get to multi-ball. However, it just seems a little off to me because the design doesn't seem like it's really multi-ball centric to where you're not going to be able to pull a Johannes on Avengers to where you have three balls just chasing each other everywhere on ramps and orbits and everything. I, this, it's not going to happen on this game. And another thing that was really odd to me, and again, not a Guns N' Roses fan, so this might not bother anybody else. But what was really odd to me was, is during a lot of these multi-balls, there's a ballad being played. So while the light show is probably there, the music itself is just, it's kind of like that slow paced and you have balls just going everywhere. And then you hear the music, it's slow paced. There's chaos going on. 
you know, under the glass in the play field. And then the sound indicates slow. It just, it doesn't match up. And it, it's kind of jarring to me a little bit. Maybe that's just a me problem because I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fans. And maybe everybody else that is huge fans, they're just going to absolutely love that. I mean, it's cool. It just, it feels like those types of moments are more or less like single ball moments to where you're picking out one particular shot that might speed up your song a little bit or might give like a huge guitar guitar riff or something. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know. It could just be me. I need to see even more of it. But my first instinct on this is it's just, it's a little jarring. It's a little jarring. And then there's, you know, like there was one in particular, I forgot who was playing it. November Rain was playing. Of course, you know, obviously has like, 1.5 billion views on YouTube. It's a huge, huge rock ballad. I think it's like eight or 10 minutes long. But hearing it on a pinball machine, it it was weird. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It was weird. It's just such a slow paced song. Now, when they played Live and Let Die, once it started up, that was awesome. Now, I couldn't tell what the hell was going on because the light show was so insane and I didn't really know what was going on. You know, and obviously that's what they're going for because there's so many lights on this. There's so many lights and it almost feels like too much. And, you know, a little anecdote from me is that I actually bought Penn Stadiums for that very reason to put on Iron Maiden because I wanted to give it that rock show feel, right? And it did do that. Don't get me wrong, it did that. But then after a while, I'm like, holy crap, my eyes need a break. I felt like I was about to play and just have a seizure. And now I'm getting flashbacks of that watching Guns N' Roses. It looks spectacular. Don't get me wrong. It looks great. I'm just trying to think, man, am I going to be able to watch this and, or, or am I going to be able to play this, that a pinball machine that's already a long player. And then it's just light show, light show, light show, just everything just you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it feels like I need to get my pen shades on. It feels like I need to put on sunscreen because of, you know, it's just, it feels like it's a lot. And like I said, it's just videos. It's just videos. It, it could be completely different if I'm in front of it playing, but offhand, it just, gosh, it's so much. And it speaks on two different parts. Whenever I'm going over this, it speaks on two different parts. People out there, and I, I believe the vast majority of people, I think what my opinion is right now, it's probably in the minority. Now I've talked to plenty of people that have played pinball for a very long time at a very high level. And the general consensus with the people I've talked to is kind of the same feeling. But that being said, I think that the vast majority will be okay with all of this because I think this pinball machine, it's not designed for tournament players in mind. It's not designed for somebody that's just a high level insane player. I think this is designed for your average collector or your novice player. It's designed to be easily accessible, to have a lot of pinballs going at one time, to hear the music, to see the light show. And in that regard, the home run. In that regard, it's an absolute home run. So anything that I'm saying here, I promise you, not trashing the pin, I, I think it's a home run. I think it accomplishes exactly what it you know was out to accomplish i think the cells are going to be through the roof i think they're going to stay through the roof for a long time and i think a lot of people once they do get to flip this 
they're going to enjoy it. It's probably the type of pin that will give people that one more game feeling, especially if you're already a Guns N' Roses fan. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. And pinball, after all, is just is really subjective. But <laughs> there was just some things in there that I was that I was slightly concerned about leading into it, and it was kind of just confirmed to me, just for my own personal taste and my preferences. I think one thing it does confirm to me, I think that this pen that was put together, Eric did an amazing job. I think Jersey Jack did an amazing job. Sound on the, you know, on the line, it sounds awesome. Light show looks awesome. But I think it's, it's fair to say, and I believe the majority of you would agree with me on this here. If I'm objectively looking at this, I think Elwin is still in a class of his own when it comes to design. And, you know, and I'm not just saying that because I have an Iron Maiden, because I have an Avengers, not just saying that because of that. I'm saying that because that type of game does fit the play style that I enjoy. I like flow based game styles, and I think a lot of people prefer a lot of action. But that being said, even though he's in a class of his own, in my opinion, when it comes to design, that being said, it is great that everything else that is in this pen in Guns N' Roses kind of brings it all together. You know what I mean? When you have a dynamite theme and you have a dynamite package with sound, with lights and with everything, I think it, it tends to bring everything else together to where you're not going to worry too much about certain flaws. You're not going to worry too much about it. There's, it's not bare. Let's just put it that way. The gameplay itself can't just be bare on its own because with, because it doesn't have all the, without all those bells and whistles, it has the bells and whistles. So therefore it makes the whole package come together that much better. Now, that being said, I'm still going to reserve final judgment until I actually get to flip this. Cause I could be guys, I could be completely wrong on this. I might play it and might think that, Hey, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I could be completely wrong. I just know when I'm in a multi-ball, I hate having more than three balls. Sometimes I even hate just having three balls. Sometimes I just want two. I want to have control. And I don't have to just chimp flip my way through a multi-ball, especially if it's every single mode I'm having to do that. That, for me, isn't very fun. I, I don't know about other people. It is fun to me, though, to get into a multi-ball in which it's rewarding to get to it. That's fun for me. If it's a hard multi-ball to get to or locks are set on hard, or if it's something like um, Guardians of the Galaxy, for instance, you know, just the group multi-ball hitting certain combos of flow, like stuff like that, I enjoy. Now, obviously, is Guardians of the Galaxy on the same level as Guns N' Roses? No, it's not. Like, I, I'm still being objectively fair about this. For the collector and the person that wants a high-end looking pinball machine and with high-end lights, high-end sound, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. it. I mean, it's an awesome job. Now, I know that a lot of people have been talking about how this is going to change the industry moving forward. And I don't think, it's not going to change the industry moving forward the way that people believe it is. If anything, and I know, uh, you know, I've seen some people say, well, Stern has to be worried. Stern has to up their game. They have to do this. They have to do that. I'll be honest with you guys. From a business perspective, if I'm Stern, I'm doing cartwheels this morning. I'm doing absolute cartwheels. I am celebrating. And here's why I'm celebrating. Here's exactly why I'm celebrating. Because I have the best manufacturing capability and a competitor just showed 
that over 500 people are willing to spend $12,500 for a pinball machine. I mean, come on. That, that just tells Stern right there, there is more meat on the bone for them to get. That's all it says. They, they have no need to change anything up. It's two entirely different companies, guys. It is two entirely different companies with two entirely different strategies. Sure, we can compare how they debut pens all day long, but when we compare the actual manufacturing, the actual gameplay, the actual price points, the actual look, it's different. They're in the same industry, but they have two completely different models. And the reality is, is to me, all this says is, is Stern is going to be able to start doing super LEs because they know people are going to pay the prices. They know they can up their game now a little bit. They know it's safe to do. They saw somebody else take the chance and reap the reward. And it's the same thing that I've talked about in the past. As a competitor, if you see your competitor doing something that's successful, you're going to copy it. You can, you can copy it. There, there's no way. They're not worried about competing with Jersey Jack. And I've talked about this before too. Jersey Jack, all that really happened, they had a huge breakout success with Guns N' Roses, and that does not hurt Stern. Who that hurts is, is everybody else. And I've talked about this, guys. As the number two, they may have gained a little bit of ground, right, on Stern at number one, a little bit. But you know what they did do? They put so much distance between them and everybody else in the industry. And that was the main goal. I don't know if they'll turn a profit on this. Who knows? We heard it on a podcast earlier that I think it was Wonka that was basically break even, if I remember right. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard previously from the owner of Jersey Jack, as a matter of fact, on the first uh, Jersey Jack uh, podcast. And so with that in mind, I don't think Jersey Jack really takes a chunk out of the market for Stern until they start putting out pins faster than every two years. That, like that's the only way. It, it is one pin, it's a great pin, it sold well, but it's not gonna eat into the market like people think. I think that the people that, and let me put it this way as well. Let me, let me circle back and put it this way. I know obviously Kaneda talked about this a little bit to where he didn't understand or he didn't see how anybody else would be able to justify buying a Stern without, you know, like turtles, monsters, whatever. You know, I don't know the exact words on it, but what it led me to think was, is how many people I've met over the years at different shows that are collectors. And I've met hundreds of them. And honestly, I can count on one hand how many of those high-end collectors only collect one machine at a time. Usually, and we all know this, when we talk to people at shows, it is rare. It is rare that somebody has just one pin. The, the ongoing joke all the time is how these things multiply. That's the ongoing joke. Look back there, guys. Like, look how much this has multiplied. This started out with a Father's Day gift 2016 with Walking Dead. And now all of a sudden I got pins here. I got pins there. I got pins over there. I got pins under here. I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens. And so what I'm getting at is, is that the people that want to get the collector's edition for Jersey Jack, they're not going to all of a sudden say, I don't want an LE from Stern. 
they'll still collect. That's what collectors do. They collect. They won't be able to say no. And even, even if somebody puts a line in the sand and says, you know what? I'm only going to buy the $12,500 pins from now on from Jersey Jack. I guarantee you the world is big enough and the industry is big enough and the sales are big enough, especially when you look at how Avengers has been selling. The premiums alone have been doing gangbusters. They're backed up. Stern is completely backed up because of it. They're going to be fine. New buyers will show up. New people will enter. Like new, like younger generation, younger generation, similar to me, 10 years from now, five years from now, people that are in their late twenties, they're going to be mid thirties. They're going to be late thirties. That's what happens. New people move in the industry. So I don't think, I don't think that this is going to change things the way people believe. If anything, I expect that Stern will keep a similar model, maybe bump up in price a little bit and possibly start focusing more on super LEs because now they've seen with the right theme, with the right integration, it's, it does well, it does well. And nothing's to say guys. And I even mentioned this the other day, like I don't see how any rock band would, would not want to go to Jersey Jack now to have that done. And that holds true unless Stern decides, okay, we're going to take the tape off and we're just going to go for this one theme or this one pen. We're going to do a super LE and we're going to go. I could see that happening. I mean, it would be very curious if they just decided ACDC is coming out with a new album. Imagine if Stern decides to revisit it. I mean, I know everybody's probably shouting at the screen or at their phone right now. Like, why would they revisit something? Everybody else is revisiting titles. Guns N' Roses, revisit it. Avengers, revisit it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, revisit it. I mean, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that you, because ACDC did great. It did great for Stern. It's not out of the realm of possibility. You reimagine that pen and you start adding on a bunch of stuff. Possibly, guys. I don't, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm just talking out my butt right now, but who knows? I'm just imagining the possibilities of it. But overall, though, that's my general thoughts dealing with gameplay, dealing with what's going on moving forward. Again, I've got to wait and see this whole thing in a full stream format or even in person, possibly. I don't know. I think if you are a novice player, an average player, or a huge fan of Guns N' Roses, even if you're world-class, whatever, you're going to love this pen. You're going to love the gameplay. You're going to find ways to love the gameplay because I'm the same way. Like, if I love the theme, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overlook certain aspects of it, and I'll be all about that. It's, I mean, that's the way it works. That's the way it works. But I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm curious to see what other people are going to think once they do see this pen in its full glory. I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about the rock ballads during a multi-ball. Cause like I said, it's kind of jarring. It doesn't seem like it matches like the atmosphere. doesn't feel like it matches a multi-ball situation, but again, that could probably be fixed in the future. Even if it needs to be fixed, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority. I, I'm fully ready to say I could be in the minority on this and somebody's just going to be like, Oh, you're, you're totally wrong. And I, I wouldn't blame you, which is perfectly fine. But other than that, though, guys, I look forward to tonight's gameplay full showing, full debut. I want to see it. I want to see it all. And maybe my opinion might change. I am doing a live show later tonight, shortly after. I planned on going on at 9, but if they're still going, I might hold off till 9.30.
And I'll give my thoughts on that, give my thoughts on everything else. And I would like to hear your guys' thoughts. Like if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I disagree with you completely, Travis, I want to hear it tonight. I do because I, I want to have conversation about this because I'm curious because I am open-minded to know that I could be completely wrong on this. Could be completely wrong. It's just my initial reactions to what I'm seeing. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely willing to change. I'm not so hard-headed that I think it's my way or the highway for sure. But other than that though, guys, if you guys are listening to this, you're at work, have fun with the rest of your work day. If you're not at work and you're at home, what are you doing? Go play pinball. <laughs> other than that though, guys, I'll see you guys later.